U92SLC.com, Dre Rocka. This is the I Love That segment featuring my good friend Lisa Barlow of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And let me tell you what, if you are not tuned in to season number two, you are missing out. Not only is there a bunch of drama, which is expected, but there's also like a lot of compassion on, on the season. And it's really dope to see how uh, people can be forgiving. Now, I might be uh, a, a little bit too early on that, but what we're seeing in the uh, the season right now is a lot of forgiveness. It's a lot of working out some uh, misunderstandings as well. And every Tuesday, you can hear myself and Lisa talk about the previous week's episode, but also talk about life in general. Tuesdays, 4 p.m., on U92, that's 92.5 FM if you are in Utah, uh, in, in the Salt Lake City County area. And if you are in Utah County, I'm pleased to announce that you can tune in on 94, uh, 94.5 FM. Make sure you tap in. And if you are outside of Utah, just download the U92 app or just go on to U92SLC.com. And you can stream us live. It's free. Um, make sure you share, like, comment, all that good stuff. I'll make sure that your comments get back to Lisa. Maybe you got some questions. Uh, so without further ado, let's jump into it. How was your weekend? Um, busy. <laughs> you know, it's like the kids had this amazing basketball camp. Um, and like Rudy Gobert was there and um, other jazz players from the team came to support. It was really amazing. Like it was really, really cool. Our community and our team is amazing. That's dope. Is that important to you for the boys to like be in the community and, and help out with these kind of events? It's really important for us. So I think that, um, you know, being part of your community creates depth and dimension for the kids. And especially with their give back, with their brand Fresh Wolf, they were able to have that at Rudy Gobert's event and to like give out their product. And, um, you know, there was like a cool whole element with Fresh Wolf involved. So that was pretty awesome. And it was just really cool to see how Rudy Gobert like paid attention to these kids. Like he was fully vested. Other members of the team, like prominent members of the Utah Jazz were there. And it was it was really amazing. I think it was really cool. That's awesome. Are you guys big jazz fans? We are major jazz fans. We love the jazz. No, I don't know. I heard for the grapevine that you were a Knicks fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start, start my own little That's drama. One, yeah, you're going to start some drama here. No, I love our Utah Jazz team. I think I started going to their games when I was in college, when I came to school here. Um, I've always loved the Utah Jazz. That's back when they were at the Salt Palace. And I, they're killing it. Like, I think our team needs um, more love. I think that we're always in the finals. Our team is amazing. And they're very involved in the community, which is really impressive, too. Yeah. I mean, the the Millers, they did an awesome job. But I'm really loving where the, the ownership is now. I'm loving what they're doing and, and the pieces that they're putting together for our team. And honestly, for the community. I mean, look at what they've done in the plaza. They 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 hold events there now and, and, and a lot of different cool things. And seeing the Junior Jazz get their, you know, their shine, too, I think is awesome. Yeah, for sure. And I think... Um, Dwayne Wade being a part of the new ownership, Ryan Smith, and then you've got the Millers. It's like a dream team. And um, I think what they're doing is they're like just, you know, taking the Jazz to the next level. I mean, I've been fans since um, Stockton to Malone, and it's really cool to just see the talent that comes through Utah. And instead of being the farm team for the NBA, like they're like amazing. Like we have a solid, solid team here that always makes us proud. We're lucky we have them here. And, you know, Dwayne Wade's brother 
is the one who organized the camp my kids were um, participating in this weekend with Rudy Gobert. So that was really cool, too. And just to see how much Dwayne Wade loves Utah and his brother Lester was talking about. Lester and Jessica run the camp. They're out of Chicago. And just hearing them talk about how much they love the camp, how much they love Utah, all the nice things Dwayne's been saying about our state. It's really cool. Man, that is awesome. Something else that is awesome is uh your 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 moves on the on the tramp what was it the trampanzee what what do you call those things oh. what, what is that what kind of aerobics are oh you my doing gosh. the stilts and you know what's so funny is I was like my equilibrium is going to be totally thrown <laughs> off Dre like I literally I mean I don't do that at all ever like I did gymnastics when I was younger and I felt like I was pretty good at them I was shocked that I could like do what I was doing. But um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I and was, that's right here in that's right here in Sandy, Utah. I was like, what? I had no idea that was here. You know, that's something I'm learning about this show in general. Is that like you guys are opening my eyes to so many different cool things that are right here in our community that I had no idea about. Oh my gosh, Salt Lake City's the eighth star. It's definitely full of surprises. I don't think people understand like what happens in Utah. But that was a new find for me. Like, I was like, wait, this is like by where I got some carpet 10 years ago. <laughs> and it was like this amazing warehouse. And I walked in and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing that they have this here. And they do classes there. So anyone can go um, and swing on the silk. So and it's literally, it's, it's hard. Like, it looks much easier than it is. I have a whole new respect. For like the dancers that work on the silks, like at Cirque du Soleil in Vegas and all the big shows, I'm like, that's so hard. It's literally like almost like having a tourniquet on your leg. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I literally was like, I, I literally, my equilibrium was so off. I'm like, this is not a normal Tuesday. It was crazy. So it was how, good though. It was fun. How much aspirin cream did uh, John have to rub on you after? <laughs> literally, like I was like. I was like, oh my gosh, John, look, at, I'm so sore. And I don't work out. <laughs> I don't work out. So I was like, this is a major workout. Like, that was like the most intense workout I've had since labor. Yeah, that's when you said that I was dying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like, it's man. It's true. Uh, you would never know that you, I mean, you look you, you look like you're fit. I mean, you're you're in good shape. I mean, you're in good shape. Thanks, Trey. Two boys. Thanks, Trey. Yeah, I mean, you're in good shape. Thanks, Dre. You know, it's my mom has my mom is like the tiniest person ever. She weighs 88 pounds and is five six, and she just has the smallest frame. Like her bone structure is like half the size of mine. Yeah. So I'm like maybe a little bit of a genetics, but um, I literally was like maybe that should be like my 2022 fitness goal, like get in shape, like start working out again. Hey, I, I think that uh, you're on your way because. Uh, you inspired a lot of people. You even inspired me. I was like, man, if, if she could do that, maybe maybe I could try to do a little yes. something. something. Oh, I'll go video. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Let's no. you on the silk. <laughs> I, I, I think it will just uh, collapse if I got on that thing. No. Are you crazy? Not even. <laughs> Not even. So uh, in this last episode, you know, there was a lot of going on, and we kind of already touched on um, you and Whitney. You're in Whitney's uh, first outing together. But then you guys went and got a, you got your foot, What would you got some type of foot fish biting massage. What was that? Yes. Okay. So Fish Kiss is a salon, like a pedicure salon in Provo, Utah. So it's like right by the BYU campus. 
and you literally go it is the cutest little spot and i love talking to the owner he's an i love entrepreneurs and he's and little entrepreneurs in school and he was talking to us about what he's doing with school and his business and he had like a really good business acumen but he brought this concept to utah and they have these like little feet i mean my feet are so ticklish <laughs> and then to have these little baby i can't even remember what the name of the fish is but they they import them into utah and they have like their lips are like sandpaper they don't have teeth and it literally like exfoliates your feet it's crazy it was like so much fun it was so cool yeah you literally dipped your feet in, in a fish tank kind of thing <laughs> it was cool yeah it looked like a lot it of was fun like, i would you know like the initial reaction is like what am i doing oh my gosh <laughs> and it feels so weird and like i'm like we have a fish theme going on with real housewives of salt lake city like we go fishing we got the del taco fish tacos now we're getting our feet exfoliated by fish yeah, like a fish theme going on exactly you mentioned that uh the owner of that place is an entrepreneur and i know that you 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 champion entrepreneurs what is that like what does that mean to you you know i'm always encouraging people to um be be what they should be right so Sometimes, like, you know, we go to school for one thing and end up doing something differently. But I think you find your path. That's a great question, Dre. You find your path by accident, I think, a lot of the times. Like, being a serial entrepreneur myself and growing up with entrepreneurial parents, I found that um, things don't always work out the way I think they're going to. They work out better if you just let them happen organically and just let things take their course. So I always say, like, you know, when a door opens, walk through it. If there's a window open, jump through it. And that's when you find what you're really supposed to be doing and open yourself to it. Keep yourself open to new experiences, new opportunities. And, you know, like things as things are naturally coming to you, be open to them and accepting. If it's if it's not working, it's usually for a reason. And, you know, you got to like overuse word, but pivot. Mm. So, you know, to watch these young kids like opening their own fish spa, they're paying rent, they're buying fish, they're importing fish. They built these tanks. They have this really cool little setup in there. I was like really proud of them. I love talking to them about their journey, what they're doing next, what level of schooling they're going to hit before they start their next venture. But, you know, for me, it's really cool to listen to other entrepreneurs speak about their experiences and what they're doing. And, you know, that's a cool little thing. I wish they had that when I was at BYU. Yeah, for sure. What, um, what, what advice would you give to somebody that is in that type of situation where they're like maybe working a nine to five and you know they hate it and they're like, man, I have this really great idea. I really want to try to do this or I want to put my efforts into this. What what uh, what what would you tell them? Well, you have to have a plan, right? So you can't just go into things and think, OK, I'm going to I'm thinking this up so it's going to work. But don't be afraid too. so like put together a plan, figure out how you're going to do it. And, and then start executing. And if you're in a nine to five role, make sure you have an adequate amount of savings and you understand that things are not going to be easy. I think Russell Simmons said it best when he's like, if it's, if it's easy, it's not legal. Mm. And um, I always remind myself of that because building a business is not easy and um, building multiple businesses is not easy. And I think that the more you do it, the better you become at it. But I think the biggest thing people do is they start to give up too soon. Like right when they're at the point where they're going to win, they give up. And I'm just like, don't give up. Believe in yourself. Um, but you got to put the time in. You got to work. Like I've worked for everything I have. I'm a 
serial entrepreneur, but everything comes at a price, like, right? So mm-hmm. I, you, it's a sacrifice. So you just got to be willing to do the work. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like you're getting attacked. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? Henry just got home from school and Kendall got excited. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, just real quick. I know you're, like, about to, you're about to start mommy duties, which never ends, by the way. Um, but another entrepreneur, another option, entrepreneur that we've seen in the show this last episode was, is it the El Nino? Uh, yeah, Nino Viejo is yes. owned by Marco and Aubrey. Um, they are amazing. So Nino Viejo is up north of Salt Lake, and it is a beautiful restaurant. They made, it opened literally like just weeks before, like two weeks before we had our dinner reservations there. The food was amazing. They're amazingly talented chefs. And I always say our food and beverage scene in Utah is bar none like it is the best here and you would think we're in one of the big coastal cities but they killed it they worked really hard for that and one of the reasons they couldn't cater um the casino night was because they were focused on getting that restaurant opened with their investor and making sure that was dialed in and their bandwidth was just cut to none which is why his brother had to cater casino night but they did an amazing job and just watching them over the years like build their business and save to open that restaurant especially during a pandemic was pretty impressive yeah it was it, the the drink looked good i don't know what kind of vita he put in there or what <laughs> he made but it looked delicious yeah they have some killer cocktails up there there's nothing better than great eat, great eats and great cocktails to go with them especially when it's vita tequila hey facts a hundred percent and uh I, every time he was taking he was talking about shots i was like yeah let's take more let's take more <laughs> I know people were like, why isn't she shooting it? And I'm like, it's a sipping tequila. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're sipping this. I'm enjoying this because it's, you know, our tequila is so, such high quality. Like, you got to savor it. Oh, you yeah. enjoy it. Facts. A hundred percent. Cool. Well, when's, yeah. the ne- when's the next episode, Lisa? Next episode is Sunday, 9, 8 Central Time. It's going to be really good. I think we're... Um, you know, we're still just in the very beginning of the season. We've got a lot of episodes coming up. I think it's going to get us through the holidays and lots more coming up. Well, I need you to get you in the studio sooner or later. Like You got to get in here. It's a lot of fun when you're in person. <laughs> I know. We need to make that happen. I should bring John with me, too. Yeah. I think we should have Dre, Lisa, guest starring John Barlow. Yeah, with a bottle of tequila. Let's do it. Bottle, with a of, bottle Vita. of Vita. Let's do it. The higher ups <laughs> might get mad at me, but hey, we'll risk it all. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, we'll just call it pure agave. <laughs> there, there. Sponsored by this segment is sponsored by Vita. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, it's always fun to chat with you, Dre. Absolutely. You ninety two.